1: Today, we're going to read through chapter 19 of Jeremiah and want to bring it up for a couple of reasons. One is to just remind us again of the holiness of God, the seriousness of sin, and the necessity of sin to be punished by a holy and righteous God, a good God who has no other choice but to deal justly with sin. Second thing I want to point out is just the unique call that Jeremiah has been given as a prophet of God, as his spokesman to the people of Judah, the people of Israel, to warn them about what's coming. And you can imagine just how unpopular this made him. That's going to set up tomorrow's devotion. So let's read chapter 19. Thus says the Lord, go by the potter's earthenware flask and take some of the elders of the people and some of the elders of the priests and go to the valley of the son of Hinnom at the entry of the potsherd gate and proclaim there the words that I tell you. You shall say, hear the word of the Lord, O kings of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I am bringing such disaster upon this place that the ears of everyone who hears of it will tingle. Because the people have forsaken me and have profaned this place by making offerings in it to other gods whom neither they nor their fathers nor the kings of Judah have known. And because they have filled this place with the blood of innocence and have built high places of Baal to burn their sons in the fire as burnt offerings to Baal, which I did not command or decree, nor did it come into my mind. Therefore... Behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when this place shall no longer be called Topheth, or the valley of the son of Hinnom, but the valley of slaughter. Let's take a stop right there. There's a practice going on among God's people where child sacrifice was happening. Babies, children, sons, daughters were being killed. They're being burned alive. They're being sacrificed to a false god of that time called Molech. This is obviously abhorrent to God. God is... Going to totally destroy this place in large part because people have turned over to false gods, not just any false gods, but gods that require them to burn children, kill babies. That's ridiculous. Verse 7 And in this place I will make void the plans of Judah and Jerusalem, and will cause their people to fall by the sword before their enemies and by the hand of those who seek their life. I will give their dead bodies for food to the birds of the air and to the beasts of the earth, and I will make this city a horror a thing to be hissed at. Everyone who passes by it will be horrified and will hiss because of all its wounds. And I will make them eat the flesh of their sons and their daughters. This isn't because God endorses cannibalism, by the way. This is because God is going to make it so bad that there will be no food and they're going to have to eat the flesh of even their own family members, sons and daughters. And everyone shall eat the flesh of his neighbor in the siege and in the distress. With which their enemies and those who seek their life afflict them, then verse ten, you shall break the flask in the sight of the men who go with you, and shall say to them, "Thus says the Lord of hosts, so will I break this people in this city, as one breaks a potter's vessel, so that it can never be mended." Imagine. Some fine china being thrown on the floor and shattered into a million pieces. You can't put it back together again. That's what the Lord's going to do here. Men shall bury in Topheth because there will be no other place to bury. Thus will I do to this place, declares the Lord, and to its its inhabitants, making this city like Topheth, the houses of Jerusalem and the houses of the kings of Judah, all the houses on whose roofs offerings have been offered To all the hosts of heaven and drink offerings have been poured out to other gods shall be defiled like the place of Topheth. So Topheth is in this valley of the sun of Hinnom, and we don't know a ton about this, but it's a place where bodies were dumped. These burned children uh, were found there, and it was not right in Jewish custom to leave a body unburied, but they would just kind of discard bodies out there in a unlawful way, in a way that was unclean. And uh, this is going to be defiled. The whole place is going to be defiled like Topheth, where those things took place. Verse 14. Now, this is interesting. Verse 14, everything before this is God telling Jeremiah, you're going to do this. You're going to say this to people. Here's what I want you to tell them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Verse 14, now it's time. Then Jeremiah came from Topheth, where the Lord had sent him to prophesy, and he stood in the court of the Lord's house and said to the people, this is where he's going public with this message, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I am bringing upon this city and upon all its towns, all the disaster that I have pronounced against it, because they have stiffened their neck, refusing to hear my words. I just try to imagine where Jeremiah is at, his state of mind, as he takes like You can imagine what he's thinking when the Lord's telling him, go get this vessel, you're going to break it, you're going to make this point, and it's because I detest all these things that have happened, and this is just pretty much happening between the Lord and Jeremiah. But now, Jeremiah, and this isn't the first time this has happened, this has happened several times so far in this book, and with all the prophets, now he's got to go public with this message. And you try to think about Jeremiah's mindset, okay, first of all, I can't believe that I have to deliver this message to the people. Second of all, are they going to kill me? Are they going to throw me out? What's going to happen to me? And it just brings to mind times that I, and I'm sure you have had similar experiences where the Lord lays something on your heart that needs to be said or where something is going on in your family and at work or in the culture, and you need to speak up because you're a representative of the Lord, and there's always that twinge of hesitation. Like, ah, it's one thing for me to believe this stuff privately in my own mind or talk about it privately with my wife or with my own family, people who are like-minded, people who I trust, people who trust me, who know me, who aren't gonna take this and use it against me or misunderstand it in some way. But it's a completely different thing when we are called to speak up something that's gonna be not popular to. Broader group of people. See that on social media sometimes. You see that in various formats. And I think that we are in a time when we need more and more people of God to be bold and to speak out the things that are true. Of course, we're not trying to stir the pot for the sake of it, we're not trying to cause conflict for the sake of conflict. But we know that sometimes we're going to be called to say things that we know are true, that are completely different from where the culture is at, and it's gonna require us to take some heat. And that's exactly what's going on with Jeremiah here. He's faithful. He's faithful proclaiming God's Word as unpopular as it is in the culture, and that's to be commended. Lord, help us to be bold. Help us to speak up when you call us to, and use us as your instruments of truth in this day. Amen.
0: The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry